What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Show Radio. I'm your host, Andrew. And I'm Danny. And this is your source for tech, gaming, and entertainment news. Head over to theshowradio.info. Once again, that's theshowradio.info. And check out our past shows. While you're there, subscribe and tell a friend about the show. Please like and subscribe this broadcast. We really do appreciate it. Daniela, how have you been? Um, Pretty good. <laughs> good to see you. Definitely better than, you know, those last couple months, but they weren't terrible months. Just a lot of stuff going on. Still got stuff going on, but... Less? A more organized, more? I guess. Oh, more organized? Okay. A little bit more organized, just going with the flow already. I mean, that's good. Been, but it's been pretty good. Not as, that's good. That's good. So it's been, I don't know, it's been two weeks. It feels like that. It has been. It has been. Because somebody, you know what? Whoa. I'm going to say, if you see on my Discord, do not disturb. You know, that doesn't mean everybody. You can hit me up because we could have recorded last week. And I'm here like, I wonder, what he's, I wonder if he's busy. He must be busy because you would have hit me up by now. No. I, I'm do never. Not disturb and just like, okay, I won't. I, I'm never too busy for you. Well, uh, now I know. Now I know. Do not put on Do Not Disturb when I'm supposed to talk to Andrew because you will not. No, I mean, you could put it on. I just didn't want to, like, you know, just barge in and be like, hey, I see this sign, but yet I'm just going to. So now I know that I can if you have it on. And um, yeah, so that way we won't, uh, we won't. you know, not Miss record because <laughs> because of me. <laughs> that was all. That was all my fault. That was no, all my I fault. I should have hit you up sooner. I just thought like, oh well, maybe he hasn't gotten back yet, or he's busy. And I was like, okay, well, it's six <laughs> o'clock my time. I should probably like hit him up right now. <laughs> no, it's all it's all good. It's all good. It's good to see you. Uh, it's always a pleasure hanging out with you. Um, anything before we start? Anything you want to mm-hmm. update? No. How was your Easter? Easter was good, you know, very local. We we did everything, you know, nearby. We didn't go too far and stuff. Um, so it's, it's a big highlight of my faith, you know, Resurrection Sunday and stuff like that. Uh, so uh, I really enjoyed, you know, spending uh, time with my family and um, it was just, you know, relaxing. I think the the most that we've done, I guess, in the last couple of days is kind of prepare for like the weather, a lot of the rain coming. So I was like cleaning the gutters and doing that kind of stuff. So I got able, um, I was able to do all that and then, you know, uh, clean uh, and, and have, um, you know, the shrubs and all that stuff for those in bags in preparation for that to be taken. So just been just doing that kind of stuff, uh, the local stuff and, you know, caught, caught a couple of uh, Disney uh, episodes and, and um, not a lot of gaming lately, just like, maybe one or two missions here and there of things, but not like heavy duty gaming. A lot of, uh, shorts, um, you know, YouTube short stuff on the, on the second channel and stuff, but that's about it. Just really low key as of late. That sounds nice though. Yeah. Yeah. You're getting, it's, you're um, finally getting some of the rain that I've been dealing with. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it was a lot of rain today, but uh, it's good because we needed it. So it waters the lawn that kind of helps out. And um, so so we're excited uh, for the grass to grow and all that stuff. So it's it's looking nice. It's, it's looking nice out there. 
So yeah, I'm happy about my, that. The hardest thing I had to do was, um, like I was telling you before we started, my son has a, he's taking culinary. He's in culinary too. So it's his second year, which I'm actually pretty stoked about that. That's like the only part about him being at home for school is that now I get to try the food that he has to make for these classes. So he'll, he'll tell me like what kind of ingredients he needs. Well, his assignment, which he already told him it was going to be late, um, was to make creme brulee. And they're made in those little dishes, um, ramekins, I, okay. I believe what they're called. And I've never made it before. So, okay. I, I thought we, I couldn't find it. We actually spent like three separate days trying to find it on island to find these little dishes. And we went to whatever store outlets that we have, Costco, Walmart. And I finally went to Macy's yesterday, which I went a little bit overboard because they're having like 50 to 70% off on their stuff. Okay. Uh, and a good portion of their things. But um, I finally found some and they were like $80 for a set of three. Okay. And I'm sitting there like, how important is this school assignment? Like, can you, can you sacrifice Right, right. Zero on it and still right. He's doing really good. He's like, oh, if it's eighty dollars, I'll just wait till I go to school. Which every other week he physically goes for two days, and his teacher said he could do it then. I was like, ah, okay. So I didn't buy them, and then there was another set that comes with like, you know, a pie dish, a mixing bowl, and that was a hundred and ten dollars. And I'm like, this is not worth it for one assignment. Can you order them or? I, I can't order them, but Amazon takes it like up to a week, maybe longer for me to get the stuff that I order, even with mm. Amazon Prime. The fact that it's like to Hawaii, like that two, three day shipping does not exist. Same mm. day shipping does not exist. So it's still going to be a while. And at that point, I probably should have, if I ordered it at the beginning of the week, it probably would have been fine. Mm. But my last resort was Ross. Okay. And just by miracle, I found some. And they were like okay. $4 for a set of three. <laughs> right, right. And like done. So my son, um, my son made it today. We did that just before the show. And he rushed a little bit before his first try. It was actually pretty good. I could not find a cooking torch. So we mm. tried the broiler. That was a little bit iffy there. But, a cooking torch. You know, yeah, you know the little the torches. Oh, usually they the like, lighter. Yeah. Well, no, okay. not a lighter. A torch. It's literally a torch. Okay, is that the the thing where you you kind of like do the handle thing to clip it? It's, it has know. the the black as the as the black stem. No, and then you, no, not a lighter. That's a okay. lighter. It's an actual torch. It's a torch, torch. Yes. Okay. Because what you have to do is the, sh- the sugar, you caramelize the sugar, and that's how you get that that hard crack top on top uh, of the creme brulee. Okay, so okay, okay. You can put it inside, and you can put it in your oven and broil it, but it doesn't have that same like type of texture or taste to it. Right. But I couldn't find one. I don't know where you find a cooking torch. And I mean, Home Depot has torches, but they're not right. exactly small. <laughs> they're not small. Right. So, I don't know, like we're broiling it. I already, we already spent three days scouring this island for these little dishes. I'm not going to spend any more time broiling right. it is what we're doing. So, so they're hmm. cooling right now. And then 
we'll try it in a few hours. How long, how long are they going to be before they're ready? Um, well, he rushed the, he rushed the caramelizing of the sugar on top, which I don't think is going to be bad, but after you're done kind of baking it. Okay. You're not really, you're, you're putting it in the oven for like 30 to 45 minutes at 325 to get that custard on the, um, on the bottom. But you're supposed to put it into like your refrigerator to cool it for like four to 12 hours before you okay. caramelize the top. He didn't wait for that. He didn't know. He kind of rushed it. But we're cooling it right now. Hopefully five hours from now. So it's technically it. an overnight dish? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. But I bought, apparently I bought too much because I'm terrible with guessing and estimating cup sizes because he said he needed only two cups of heavy cream i didn't know i was looking at the little container that came mm. in i'm like that looks like one cup you know what? i'll just buy two apparently i bought enough to make like 18 dishes <laughs> okay <laughs> so maybe we'll try it again tomorrow i don't know but he wasted egg whites because it only needs the egg yolks and i was like what did you do with the egg whites he's like i threw it away we could have made egg white omelets Wow. That's okay. He learned to separate it. He's like, but I was running my fingers through it. I'm like, yeah, was your hand clean? Yes. Well, uh, we could have made omelets. Okay. Okay. All right. That but sounds yeah, like was, an adventure. Was, it was a pain. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Didn't have to drive around so much in so long. Right. But I was like, all right, we're keeping these dishes and we're going to find another time to make creme brulee again because... Three days for this. Three days. Mm. No, but uh, I mean, it's fun. I get to try some of his cookings. I think the last time he made some homemade burgers for that, he made bruschetta. So is yes. he a good cook? It's edible. <laughs> You're so nice. No, it's actually, it's actually really, it's actually pretty, it's actually pretty good. Okay. All right. So. It's nice. And he knows how to make some other dishes, but they just assign him things. And, I, and I'm just like, I, I'm going to write to his teacher tonight. And I'm like, can you assign things that doesn't require special tools that people don't normally have? I don't know how many people are making creme brulee at home. <laughs> but I don't so they don't give a list in advance? Like they don't... Um, not at the beginning of the semester or the school year. They're just going to be like, hey, but they're not really, he hasn't really changed what they would be cooking throughout the year if they were in a normal school year. Mm. So they would have cooked this anyways. And they have all of those at school. That's why he says that he can wait till next week. And I'm like, let's just get this done. Okay. Let's get it done. I want to try it. <laughs> See how Very it interesting. But yeah, that's how, that's how been kind of my week so far. Been a little okay. cool. Played, played a, played some, streamed some. Probably gonna play it some more, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Okay, so. yeah, we we got we got to catch up. We got a couple of things to catch up on. Uh, first thing we definitely need to talk about is uh, E three twenty twenty one. But before we do that, definitely want to say um, rest in peace, DMX. A legendary, legendary um, 
like there's so many, I have so many memories uh, of just listening to DMX's music. And I think that uh, the fact that uh, he passed is still like sinking in. Um, but uh, this guy um, just created some amazing anthems, you know, for, um, for anyone really. Uh, in terms of um, who embraces music. So uh, I'm a little sad just to even utter the words like rest in peace DMX because you you hope that some individuals will still be here, whether it's your Prince, your Michael Jackson, your DMX, your Whitney Houston. I mean, everybody has their different, you know, genre of music uh, and what they provided or what they gave to the world, but it's still kind of like weird uh, for me. So I, did, I wanted to mention that first. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's pretty heavy. I mean, he laid the foundation work him and many rappers. I like I am I can you can call me a boomer. I don't care. But (laughs) rap, rap, well, anybody listening (laughs) to me, rap was at its peak during that entire era. With like the late nineties to early two thousands with the Rough Riders, with Jay Z, with DMX, like that was a peak. Like that was like I feel it didn't matter necessarily what walk of life that you had. Rap music was great and everybody could enjoy it at that time. Now you'll you have like this rap music and there's just so much division about what is good and what is bad. It's like, I don't enjoy any of the rap my son listens at all. Like that mumble rap crap and uh, I can't. I just can't. So yeah, you can call me a boomer, but <laughs> I'm just going to say what is available now is crap. <laughs> so you don't listen to any rap right now on any uh, on anything? Prob- not, not anybody that's new. I feel like I can na- I can probably name off a bunch of rappers. I don't know them. I just have to add the word Lil before any word. And it's probably okay. a rapper out there. Lil Car, he's probably a rapper. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I probably don't even enjoy it. I'm just You're probably saying. right. You're probably right. There's a lot of Littles there um, out there. Like some of them are okay. I I like I like Twenty One Savage. Yeah, I think that. his his music is is pretty dope to me. I like Twenty One Savage. Um, but there's also a difference between you know what they do is okay, and then producing you know at the peak of rap music that is lasting, that is emotional, that really right. sticks with you. There's a huge difference between those two. Correct. I definitely agree. So, so there of Nas, Biggie, uh, Jay Z, um, those rappers, Red Man, Method Man, Wu Tang, right? Um, that has a definitely lasting appeal. And of course, you know, DMX, right? Legend. Like a lot of the, the, the thing is like he dropped two albums in the same year and every song on both albums were like am- amazing. So it's, it's, um, and then he was planning to release a new album. I think the last interview he did, I mean, uh, I could be wrong on this, was the, um, uh, Drink Champs. I think that was the last conversation he did that was like a, a very long form interview 
where to ask him different questions about, you know, life and, and different things. And, and so, yeah, it, definitely sad, but, um, we'll, we'll have his music and, and the memories. I think my wife went to a concert when, um, we used to live down South. Uh, that was, so she has her memories, you know, with that too. But at any rate, uh, rest in peace, um, DMX and definitely prayers up, uh, to the family. Um, weird transition E3 2021, but we got to do it. Uh, that's definitely next. So thoughts on that. And then we can talk about some of the details uh, that surrounds that. I totally respect them for not trying to push, um, having it be, you know, something you attend publicly having those big gatherings. I totally respect that. Um, I mean, I know that we have the people getting the vaccines and, well, I hope there's more people getting the vaccines. I got it. Um, my boyfriend's registered for it. I'm waiting so I can register my son to get his vaccine. Um, but, you know, y- you can still be a carrier. And there's people who don't want to. And I respect your decision to not want to. So I think that's cool. Um, definitely a very weird... I guess <laughs> yeah. really weird place to be. Because, first of all, we didn't get an E3 last year. So mm. that that kind of felt awkward. Like I didn't get to see Andrew. Like, what are you doing to me? And then I don't get to see Andrew this year too. Uh, don't like, remind me. Don't remind but, me. Um, you know, having them to actually put something on and host it, I think uh, definitely doesn't take away from that personal experience obviously being able to see people being able to meet you know the developers um the pr people face to face that's a huge difference and it's a huge takeaway that you're going to be missing from the experience overall doesn't mean you can't email them but it's not the same thing it's just another screen even a zoom call just another screen um, but you know, just thinking about this because I just like, it completely just like went over my head to not even think about like, do we still have to apply? <laughs> I mean, it's going to be online. Do we still have to apply for the I, I'm not, here? I'm not even doing anything. I'm just going to see what's out there and then just cover things that, you know, we would most likely cover depending on the genre, right? We'll just watch the news and comment on the things that we saw depending on the, um, press conferences if they do that i think that's the angle i'm taking out I, I, I don't know what, where am i applying to like you know what i mean between summer uh summer game fest which will probably be in collaboration with a lot of the things that we will see during that time in june it usually mm-hmm. like uh coincides very closely to, to those things i think we'll have plenty to watch and and comment on and um you know talk about uh that week of june but um as you stated it's it's weird not being able to see you and give you a hug and have conversations and things like that it's um it's just weird you know um did you apply for the co-streaming no i didn't apply for anything i'm gonna go apply for that yeah. See what happens. I, they have an application there. They're just that. Like, I feel like anybody at this point can co-stream it, but I think there's an official E3 co-streamer application that's uh, available for that. Yeah, I think. Um, I think the reason what's taking up my time right now is, um, you know, some of the YouTube stuff, you know, testing stuff and just posting out 
different bits and pieces of content on, on the second channel and stuff like that. So that's taking up more of my time. And, um, it's weird because, um, I'm still following the news cycle that's happening around gaming, but I still want to have like, you know, some deep conversations with creators and how they're dealing with this current time, you know, this pandemic world is weird. Okay. And, and how people that's lasting four months longer. Right. And how people are dealing with that and how they're moving forward with either their, their creation, you know, schedules and, um, you know, mindset and stuff like that. So I'm really, um, just reaching out to some new voices, um, to have conversations with, it's, you know, some familiar voices, some friends, of course, but, uh, some new voices to just have conversations about, you know, how they're dealing with this time, you know? Um, so, you know, there's that. And then, yeah, excited for the E3 stuff. And I'm sure there should be some demos that we should be able to check out during that time. And of course, Ninja Gaiden drops, you know, that's June. So I'm excited about that. And then I'm on the fence right now, which I don't have that much time, I think, because Halo is kind of like $20 right now. And I think that, um, it, I think it ends at, the, I think it ends on the 12th. So I may have to act on that faster than I anticipated. So if I want to get it for $20. But, yeah, you better jump on that. Yeah, I was trying to like find a reason not to buy it, but I don't know if I have that option right now but um so there's that but I'm, I'm still excited for it because you know we'll still be able to talk about you know the week and the stuff that's surrounding that week well i'm gonna try to clear out my schedule just for e3 i didn't i mean it's hard it's hard for me to do that at the moment but two of those four days falls on a weekend and i think i can i can make that happen yeah, I mean, if if we're sit here and just at my computer, which is not the same. Here's the thing that's also nice is I don't have to run across so many <laughs> buildings. You don't want to do that? You don't miss that part? Like, okay, my cardio is possibly like failing because I'm not prepping myself to like be doing 30,000 steps a day. And that's probably like the low number. You, you because, don't want to do that? Man. Um, yes and no. <laughs> no, because I hate running. <laughs> yes, okay. because I probably need it. Okay. That's the only part about E3 that I do not miss at all is like knowing that I'm on one side and I'm like, oh no, I have a scheduled appointment clear across. <laughs> and then just like, I need a sprint. And you know what the worst part was? Every time I was in between those things, I would always run into somebody that wanted to stop and talk. Like I've been of trying course. to find them. And like, just like, I'm so sorry. Here's my number or hit me up in DM. Let me know where you're going to be. And then the thing is, is like, I can't find them because like our, our, our times on the line ever again, I, I get to run into them. Let's, let's take some quick pictures here because I miss you. I will catch up to you with you <laughs> after this. That was always the worst. And I'm like, ah. Oh, so please let me I, find you after like the doors close tonight. <laughs> I have time. I have 13 hours to make a decision. You mean the 13 hours to make a decision for this Halo collection? Oh my goodness! Just do it. Yeah, I might have to. 
You need to. I, I need to. I really do. Because I'm not going to play it on the Xbox. I know that. So what's going to happen is, as I was telling Phoenix, is that I'm probably going to donate the Xbox version and then just play it on PC. So this sale is doesn't come around very often. Just do it. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. I, I'm going to have to do it. So uh, any other things on the E3 front? Um, No, I guess I just have to look forward to 2022. <sighs> I hope that's not my next first trip in a while. That's too long. Hmm. I don't even know if there's going to be a Twitch con, so there's that. Okay, so have we talked since the uh, Twitch um, news stuff with the harassment stuff offline? Did did we talk about that? No, we haven't talked about that. Okay, so I, it's not even here, but let's let's um, thoughts on that. Let's throw that in, and then um, you can do the- okay. So I think that's awesome. I think that that adds accountability for people and their actions. What they do off of the platform, everybody should be held accountable. Um, for what they're doing because they are even if you're not streaming you are representation about you know your brand and then especially if you're affiliated or partnered especially if you're partnered with Twitch it's also an extension of them and I think that should apply and I think for the most part it does apply for like sponsorships and partnerships with companies I mean as you can see like all last year companies were just dropping like they they didn't care how much money you brought to them, but because of your character, your actions, what you said elsewhere, even if they didn't even tag, you know, who their partners are, they're like, and we cut off ties with this person and this person and this person because of their actions. So it's great that Twitch is doing that. Now, if they can just retroactively apply that to everybody from last year, that would be even better. Would Come they on. do that though? They should. Hmm. They really should. Okay. It's not like there isn't there. I can't say for every single case and every single streamer that has accusations brought against them, against them has enough, um, I guess proof against them, but there are some that do that. They really shouldn't still be on that platform. Like ongoing stuff luxury. with them. What is that? Like ongoing situations with them. Ongoing, not addressed, ignored. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my personal opinion. It's just like, okay, apply that to past offenders now. Mm. Who pretty much just continue on in their day like it's nothing. So if I learned my lesson from last year, you still want to apply to me? I like to personalize the thing so I could, so I could you know, get some more context. If I did something, okay, okay, and I was like, you know what, my bad, I sounded crazy. And That's what you're being accused for, it's really okay. hard to really determine if somebody has truly learned their lesson, unless it is over an extended amount of time to see if their actions are changing and matching to what they're apologizing for and what they've learned and you know there's so many apologies that went on and those longers that went out of their apologies right would you forgive me though if it was something really bad 
since you know me personally, would you forgive me? Or would it you want to retroact? Depends on how bad it is. It really well, is. Well, let's, let's really pick a bad. How bad do you want to go? I don't know. Let's pick a bad. Pick a level. Five being the highest. Would you want it retroactive on me? Five being the uh, right now, right now, the like the worst case I can think of is the most recent one. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to think about you in that in that matter because if it was that, then the answer is no, I would not, and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Like, okay, you, you wouldn't exist to me. <laughs> okay, that's that. That would be a hard world if I didn't exist. So, think one. If it was a level one through three, like, come on, we got to personalize. We got to make I it. I I did something wrong. Okay. This There's is a an lot example. Of things that have been wrong. And we're wrong great friends. Great friends. Okay. I apologize somewhere around January, February. We're still great friends. Would you want it retro? Okay. So if it was having to do with any, anything within the Me Too movement. Uh huh. I will listen to your side. I will listen to the people that are accusing you. What is actually out there? Okay. And they say the worst thing. And you'd be like, no. Yeah, I might have a, a conversation. Would you, how would you feel, though? I, would, I know this is kind of a weird position to be, be in right now. I would seriously huh? be disappointed. Because okay. there's some people that were called out, right? Because um, we've talked about something right? in the past that that's one of the first things we talked about when we yeah. first like met, right? Yeah. And interestingly enough, we were talking about the same person and we <laughs> didn't even know, right? Yeah. So if anything, that would be an extreme situation for me since I started doing anything online, that would be it. Okay, so that's why I'm picking like the Me Too movement. There's people who have multiple accusations against them. Right. Um, depending on the severity of it, like there are certain cases where, yeah, I wouldn't have given you the chance to like talk or explain, like, I believe this person. That's not to say that I don't believe everybody who came, you know, came forward. Um, there are some where I just need a little bit more context. Okay. So how and long? <laughs> so how long? I, I don't know why I'm doing this to you right now, but I love you very much. You already know that. So how long does the how long does the twit longer would have to be for you to kind of be like, ah? I don't, I don't we'll give you doubts. How long it has to be, but okay. how how detailed? How, how detailed or how offensive yeah. it is? Yeah. Okay. So we'll use your words. How offensive? Okay. So sticking with the Me Too movement, things. Sure. If it was just straight sexual harassment and I don't even like using that word, but the R word, because <laughs> I know that's a trigger word for people. Um, right. That'd be a straight, straight like, no, we, we are not talking. Um, mm. But then there's some people who just, you know, verbally I guess actually harass some people. Not saying mm -hmm. that's any better or any worse. Um, if I know how it was said. Okay. 
like there's there's some people I feel are a little bit too friendly or get a little bit too comfortable with people. Like I know people who don't like being called hun or sweetie. Okay. Because they feel Are you feel offended by that? that. They, they get offended. Call you they that? feel sexually harassed. Nobody really calls me that, but I don't okay. feel a certain way towards those words. But I know people who do feel sexually harassed or harassed in general when somebody calls them hun or sweetie. And I sometimes have a habit of saying that to people and I don't intend, I don't have any ill intentions to it. It's just part of my verbiage and I don't mean to, to do that. So I've taught myself to stop using those words in regular context, at least with somebody that I'm not necessarily that close with or feel that I'm that close with, but there's a couple who felt that way. And um, I'm not going to say, I'm never going to talk to this person. Well, of course I'm going to ask them. I was like, 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 what do you mean in this context? Is like, is this part of your vision? You, you mean something nice? Um, there's certain things I don't like. I don't want to completely exclude somebody. I'll take the time to listen to those. And those I think are very, to me, kind of low level, like offensives. But if it's something that's physical or you may feel somebody feel endangered or questioning their safety in any ways, like, I don't think I, I have to distance myself from that person. Would you confront me first or would you, how would you address that? Cause, cause we know there's different, um, okay. So I'm going to walk through this with you because I don't want to leave you out there. I want to remove some of the tension because I love you. Okay? okay. So would you, how, how do you feel that you would like approach it? Would you like call me directly? Would you like, if it was something hey, we need to and talk, or clear, I probably wouldn't talk to you. So you wouldn't talk to me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The probably the last thing I would ever say to you is like, yeah, I, I can't, I can't associate myself with you, and the, like that would be the end of it. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> just, just cut <laughs> that it just right made there. me sad. I never <laughs> want that to happen. I don't that made me sad. Do something like that. Uh, but listen, do we're good. No, we're, no, don't even. No, we're we're not connecting that but, with me in any way, shape, or form. I mean, if you're if you're sticking with that now, if you go with the Black Lives Matters movements, and okay, that is something that is so. It should be black and white to be able to tell somebody's right and wrong. It's just straight up racist. I think I I I've learned, or I I feel that I'm learning. Um, that to some degree, to some degree, I think every person is inherently racist. This is interesting. Okay. Talk to me. In, All right. In one way or another, I feel like there is inherent racism within. Okay. Them. Not that they are choosing to be. It's just like there's certain things as you grew up that you, you find it to be normal. Okay. Hold on um, a second. Uh, hold on. I love you very much. So I got to do this. Do you mean inherently prejudice or racist? So I want to make sure because I don't want people coming after you because they took what you said out of context based on how you are conveying it. So what, what are we really talking about? Because everybody has a little bit of prejudice in them towards a particular group what they may like or not like. So is that what you're saying or you're saying something else? Hmm. 
See, I'm not going to leave you out there. So I just have to make sure. I right? think it's kind of a little bit of both. If I have okay. to be honest, I want to say cool. a little bit of both. Okay, and cool. All right. I don't, there's, there's people who are very blatantly racist. Okay. And then there's people who, I, okay. So for me living in Hawaii, it's a very weird thing to navigate because I never thought of myself could possibly be racist, even though that people, <laughs> people can say that you can't be racist about against a white person. Well, just try coming to Hawaii. Okay. We're not the nicest people to Caucasians. Let's just, let's just kind of put that out there. Um, why? Well, because they stole Hawaiian land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> part of our history here. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and it's, and it's like a lot of people see it as, you know, people, I'm not Hawaiian, but I very much value and respect the islands and the state that I live in. Um, and you're not Hawaiian. What? I'm not Hawaiian. Um, and the indigenous you're people. You're Filipino and Filipino Chinese. And Chinese. Okay. So a lot of people will say that, you know, people are gatekeeping Hawaii. Like, no, we are protecting a stolen sovereignty that white people came over and forced the queen to sign over. It was like she was, she signed it over under distress to save her people. That is no different than, you know, how Native Americans had their land stolen. So when it comes down to it, and I explained this like a few times and it's like, the more I talk about it, the more I see it, like it, it is a form of racism against Caucasians. And like, it's like a whole backwards thing. Like I've told you like several episodes ago and even before offline that, you know, we had, it's not like it was a celebrated holiday, but there's a day called kill holiday Holly means foreigner and foreigner is most associated with white people where there's this day where you just beat the crap out of white people. Literally. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like a state recognized day and it wasn't like something anybody acknowledged, but you can Google it up and there it is, you know? Um, <laughs> So yeah, to some degree, I think regardless, there's there's that is pretty rough, okay. <laughs> so if you're gonna go with people and racism, I think that there are subtle things within our family histories, within our genealogies that puts some sort of prejudice, discrimination, or racism against a certain party, a certain race that, you know, some people don't realize. Okay. Like, I, I didn't know there are certain words that were offensive. Like... I don't even to know a particular group you mean or yeah to even to even my own type of group to my own you know groups of people within the Asian community that okay. I didn't even know were were racist it's how kind did of you like, find out oh I got a slip slap upside my head by my family <laughs> <laughs> but 
it's like I, I guide I don't want to use them they're not they're not as bad as like you know the n-word but even then like I I dated somebody who whose grandmother was you know in this older generation who used the n-word now she didn't use it in a way that was derogatory at least the way that I took it wasn't I mean obviously anybody who knew her didn't take it as something that was, you know, derogatory or negative towards another person. Um, what did she say it towards? Was she in a conversation or? It wasn't a conversation. It was, it was to the person I was dating at that time. Um, a couple of weeks before seeing her, he was out in the sun, like a lot. He got really super dark tan and she came and she was in the hospital and she said the N word and she's all like, it, we just like stood there and like kind of in shock because we have the younger generation like you can't you can't say that mm. and her response is it was he's like well he's he's kind of black I love black men and she's like completely lost to her about why she couldn't interesting and it's just like to sit there and explain it and be like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't say that. Don't Hawaiian native that. or? No. Okay. She's also Filipino Chinese. How old? I think she was like 91 at that time. I mean. I mean, I'm not going to give him a pass, but I kind of get it. But you have the option to change. But do you at that age, do people want to most individuals in that age? Well, range, when it was explained to her why she can't. Did she stop? Yeah, she did. OK, so so some people are willing to make the adjustment even at that age. Yeah, but then well, at the same time, I'm not. That doesn't excuse her. that, right? So now she just you don't get you don't get a pass, right? But does that make her racist? See that that's where that's where you kind of have. I'll to let you vote. guys decide how you want to vote. <laughs> Was <laughs> she racist? <laughs> but it's just like you have to really get that out of people to make them understand why it's wrong. And most people, I feel like if you point out like why you can't really address it in that way, there's a, well, not most. I can say there's okay, a 50 chance okay, that they you, understand. You're going to have to do a poll, uh, Daniela. Give a I'm quick gonna, version I'm of that. I am not putting a poll <laughs> on that one, okay? I am not. I'm not setting myself up for that. I was going to give you the screen. I was going to give no. you the screen. To, I was, <laughs> was going to give you the screen. No. <laughs> okay, okay, fine, 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 fine. We're back. Danielle doesn't want to play. Okay, fine. We're back. <laughs> We're being so silly tonight. Okay. Um, but I yeah, mean, she doesn't get a pass, but she wanted to change. I kind of respect that. Yeah, I don't know if I'd necessarily give her a pass. As you had to explain to her why she can't use it. Right, and then for her to go through this is like, oh, but it was normal, you know. This is what they did, and you know, she went through this whole story about when she was working out in the plantations, um, working alongside other black folks. That that word that was like almost a common word amongst. So she all wanted of them. to pass. 
No, I don't think she wanted to pass. She was explaining why. I never really knew those things. I mean, my grandparents never used... Not that I know, at least not around me that I know that they've ever used the N-words. But, I mean, I, there's like many stories I've heard about them working with, you know, Filipinos, Chinese, um, Black folks out in the plantations here. Um, and, you know, it it was kind of like, okay, so... I didn't know using terms like... See, it's like hard for me to even say it a lot. So in terms of me, in terms of me, not to anybody directly, I didn't know I couldn't use terms like flip and chink. Oh. But that was normal within my family. Okay. Not, not okay, but learn. like I'm, I'm following learn. the story okay. Go, go ahead. I didn't learn that was offensive and derogatory until it was told to me and it was explained to me because even by then, someone else or by your family members by somebody else okay like the ones i got slapped upside the head for was well it was that but it was by somebody who was closer to my generation rather than my grandparents generation okay so it's something that's very weird to learn Okay, so here's my question. How did you not know A and B, did it ever feel comfortable using it around your family? It wasn't corrected until I was older. So yeah, there was some level of comfort to using it because I didn't know it was wrong. Okay. And that is that is something that's wrong, because the fact that I learned that that was racist and offensive until I was older and I moved to the mainland where my family over there was like, yeah, you can't do that. And I was like, why? Grandma does it. Grandpa does it. And like, I have I have an aunt who passed away like last week, Mm. um, who is seventy eight when she passed. She used it. You know, when you have it and then you have your kids who also use it and not really be told like you really shouldn't, you know, refer to a Filipino or a Chinese person like that. Okay, so uh, sorry for your loss. Um, did did anybody ever correct her when she used it? No, mm. not here. Okay. okay, I didn't learn that till I was over there. Mm. <laughs> and then and then like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Mm. Didn't know, but I don't feel that I'm necessarily a bad person or that I'm directly racist. It's just that it was a term that I was taught when I was younger that didn't ever necessarily have any some negative connotations attached to it for me to know that was a terrible word to use. It was used as a, you know, a description (laughs) Rather than, you know, to put somebody down. So I'm not going to think like, oh, that's a that's an offensive word to be used as. And I think I think that's where it comes to like there's some cases where you can tell that somebody's blatantly just racist. And then those who just need to learn 
and I'm in a constant phase of just learning and in understanding. And there's some people that were like, you know, like me, who is constant learning, trying to improve, trying to be better, trying to be a better ally, trying to understand more. So, yeah, when it comes to those, um, yeah, <laughs> I, I think there's some people that it's worth having um, a conversation with and that I will not entirely cut them out. But then there's people that you, again, you can tell that they are racist and they are not worth my time. But that's where I come, where I think there's some little bit of being racist within people, whether they know it or not. I don't I, disagree with that um, in terms of, you know, preju- uh, prejudice and stuff like that. Um, I'm sure I have, you know, different scenarios where I fall into that. Um. So I don't disagree with you for me, you know, even if it's in a joking, huh? I know within my family, there is some level of prejudice too. That is to a specific, not it's regardless of, of race. That's Mm -hmm. just do with their family name. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I know that there's a level of prejudice that I have. I know the difference between that one. That one is Mm -hmm. just against certain families that are not a part of ours. Hmm. Which is something I had to learn against. Okay. I know the difference. Okay. Well, that was a very twisted turn to to get here. <laughs> How did we get here from E3? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but uh, we'll roll with it. Okay, this so is weird transitions. This is a show of weird transitions. It's okay. It's okay. It, 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 it's okay. So um so you've been playing with um a new keyboard. Oh, we're going to uh, so, transition to that. I'm going to send them that and they're going to see, oh, well, what were they talking about before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to go into that. <laughs> and um, and then we're going to talk about uh, it takes uh, two. So uh, Kinesis Gaming CKO keyboard. I also see it's available on Amazon at the moment. Uh, Daniela, talk to me about that. All right. So Kinesis, um, I am part of their, their partner program for Kinesis Underground. And, uh, last, no, at the ending of February, um, they announced their partnership, uh, to bring out the TKO keyboard. TKO means the 10 keyless. Nice. And I, I, I love it, which, um, before, before I was using it, I was actually using their freestyle RGB split keyboard. Okay. Um, which I very much very, very, very much love. Um, but I had to, I had to go and give this a try. Um, mini keyboards is something that I'm slowly kind of loving. They're actually what my son loves. Um, but here, if I can actually bring it up because I was terrible and didn't set up my dual cams to show this off better, but okay. this is a keyboard. It, it, like wow. look how, look how small it is. So obviously it doesn't. Oh, have so it doesn't seat. even have the edge at the top. It is like very okay. Small, That's very low. compact. It yeah. is. It's great. It's it's just great for 
for gaming really and and space saving um obviously okay. it doesn't have the arrow keys that's that's probably the only thing i'm trying to get used to of having this keyboard um is that it doesn't have the directional keys or the arrow keys on it um at Can least you bring it back up one more time okay oh my and of course it that's has lovely RGB, which I think at this point for all gaming and streaming peripherals, everything almost comes with RGB. So it's like a, like a standard, but That's they awesome. are, it is customizable. It is programmable. Um, it also has, you know, edge lighting on it. So you can make it match or choose something else that's different. It is fully programmable in uh, so many different ways. I love it. Um, Maybe if I can show a little bit better, it might not be the best, but if you want to go by sizing. So on my desktop, I have, I don't know if anybody has it. I don't have the exact dimensions of it. I have an extra large um, mouse pad. Okay. Um, right now it is the St. Jude. But like I have my controllers for size comparison there. My oh my gosh. Nice controller, by the way. Fancy. I know. They're both awesome. Oh my gosh. Look at you. And then this is their vector, their vector mouse, obviously. But it is, it is so, it's so spacious. Now my split, my split keyboard, um, did offer that, but this one, this is, this actually has a lot more space around available if you want it. Um, do you have like a link uh, for directly to you, tied to you for your Amazon affiliate? Yep, yep I have okay. that included in the doc. So I want to I want to link that in the description of this uh, broadcast. Yeah, currently, um, so currently you can't order it dir um, directly from their site. Normally they would, um, but because of COVID, they they kind of reduce it, so it's only going through you know trusted sellers, which right now is Amazon. Amazon was actually pretty quick on it. I did have a little bit of headache because they were, um, there was like some really terrible weather at the beginning of March. So some of my orders were kind of delayed, sadly, but I did, I did get it and I've been testing it out for like a week now. Yeah. I want to say it's about a week. Yeah. It looks dope. But, looks dope. um, I ended up trying. So my, my freestyle edge is actually their blues. And this time I tried out browns. It's a little bit quieter still mechanical feeling still get at that like that audio like asmr that you really love for mechanical keyboards but this one is yeah. a bit more quiet um you know what i'm actually kind of digging it i really am i i would not recommend this so, uh, i wouldn't re recommend it if you're using it for normal typing so if you ever do um you know regular i guess work on your pc Typical typing. It's not exactly the most ergonomic friendly, I feel. The split because? keyboard, yes, because you can set that for, you know, shoulder width apart. But because your hands are so close together and it is so compact, um, I kind of have some discomfort after a while. But this, this is perfect for, you know, your gaming setup. Perfect size, a lot of space, especially for your mouse. Because um, I think most people, when they are playing keyboard and mouse, they kind of have a tilt to their to their kill uh, their key. Ugh, I can't even talk keyboard, so that it's a little bit more wrist friendly. It's a little bit more ergonomic that way, and this comfort. It's nice and compact for that. You have a lot more space for your mouse, 
but normal typing, I wouldn't. I would definitely still recommend the Freestyle Edge for that. Even for gaming, the Freestyle Edge is awesome because it is split. You can move the second half of, of the keyboard away to have that space as well, too. But, you know, I, I can't say. I think I might actually just have both keyboards attached because they still save so much space on, on my, um, on my setup here. Nice. But I, I, I just, I can't, I adore this. Um, no, it is it does dope. Come with, um, it does come with, oh, wait, I got to show you this. So it does have, um, the space bar is actually pretty cool. So it's actually a three button space bar. However way you want to use that, but it's not. So a now, now I'm curious. I'm looking at, okay, so I'm usually um, left, right. I don't do center. That's interesting. So there's that option right there. That's so it's, so a cool. it's a lot quicker because you're not pushing one whole space bar. You just have like this single button. It's, it's just... To me, I notice a difference because of that weight. For me, it's for that weight of having a whole bar and having the whole thing connect. Right. So now you just have this single button under your thumb that is just easy, quicker. The comfort is like, is there. I have no complaints about that whatsoever. It does actually, it does come with a case. It comes with a cute little carrying case, which I find so adorable. Um, that. You do have the option of actually sw um, swapping it out. It does have, um, if you want the, that. That's the regular standard. bar? Yep. That's a regular space bar. So you can actually pull that out, um, put those in. It comes with a key puller, some extra little switches. If you ever want to change those out, even for reds. And then, you know, your quick start guide to set it up because you can, um, there's actually, uh, for the onboard programming to select how you want your buttons mapped, um, your color changes, uh, your status and profiles, the V drives, you can, it's actually all in here. And when you hook it up, it'll do the whole self install. Um, it's really great. If you ever have problems for it, um, their, their help, um, their support actually has a thing for you to, to run for them so they can pull off the log files for anything that's wrong with your keyboard. Uh, there's, so many different settings in the way that you can program this to fit your game style. Um, if I'm not going to be using this as my daily, like regular use, um, I actually think I'm going to use this as an external keyboard for my laptop because I really, really do not like my laptop's keyboard whatsoever. I do not actually, I don't like majority of laptop keyboards because most of them, they have that flat profile. And it's like trying to be in line and be super smooth and sleek. I, I always, I always have a hard time, um, typing on those. So having to use this, um, as an external USB keyboard for my laptop is perfect. My laptop is actually a gaming laptop. So it actually has a 1080 in it. It's really set up really nicely like that. So gaming on the go, especially is perfect because I do have family that's coming down who are a bunch of gamers. So we're trying to see if maybe we can have some LAN parties. Nice. This, this is the one. Now, the only thing that I feel that I'm missing from Kinesis is a wireless mouse. <laughs> so if that ever happens, that'd be awesome. Cause their vector mouse. I do love, um, that is something I use regularly. And yeah, let me, what are the questions you have for this? Oh, oh, wait, one more thing. So 
the freestyle edge um their their keyboards their split keyboards actually comes with a tenting device that is external so most people have, um to to be friendlier on the wrist you can tilt it to be tenting this one is actually built in so you can tilt it in whatever way you find comfort these just pop right out if i can just pop it and they pop right back in different configurations based on what your comfort levels, what works for you. Right now, I have it flat. Oh, and there's two levels to it too. So here's the other thing. You can pop out the small little tab. So have a little bit of a tenting. And then you have the bigger tab, which is a little bit more extreme. It's nifty. I like that this one's built in. Um, the freestyle edges, they're external to it. Which actually I don't mind. Okay, so my... Let me see. Does it feel sturdy? Oh, yeah. Strong. It feels okay. sturdy. It feels really well made. I don't feel like I'm going to break it at all, especially for something so tiny. Okay. like It, it doesn't feel fragile at all. Not that I would purposely try to break it, Right. But, you does know, it feel like heavy duty? Yeah. Like it has yes. some weight to it. It doesn't it has, feel plasticky. It doesn't have some to it. Okay. I mean, th there's, there's obviously plastic to it. Right. But it doesn't right. feel fragile. It doesn't feel like I have to be extremely careful with it. Um, not, I hope that people are not just tossing their keyboards there and about, but. Right. It, it's nice. It's, I don't feel like no matter, even in intense situations, I don't feel like me mashing my WSD is going to make it snap in half or that I have to worry about the switches underneath. It feels really solid. Okay. Um, detachable cable. Yes, it is. So, um, the attachment is USB, um, going to, you know, your system and then it goes to a USB C to gotcha. pick it up in the back. And that's the only external cable or attachment to it. Okay. And your current mouse right now is wired? Yes. By design or is that what you wanted right now? Or because I'm sure you, you'd had, yeah, I'm sure you had mouse mice before, right? So yeah, do you switch between different ones or no, what's your setup? Just this one. So for my standard PC setup, it is the Kinesis Gaming Vector Mouse, which is okay. wired. Um, if I want, but I am looking for a wireless one, but it's only mainly for my, my laptop. So I can only right. hope that Kinesis. I got you. What you want? Up. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. No, I got one for you. No, I'm good. I'm good. I got no. Uh, come on now. No. Come on now. Well, I can't, I can't give you a gift. No, I have stuff. I have extra mice. This is don't this, worry. Are but they I wireless? Kind of like, I kind of yes, I do. But I okay. kind of just want like all the same. That's my okay. Thing. So you want oh, so you want all the same from them? Yes. Okay. All right. So you don't want my wireless mouse, is what you're saying? Jeez, if you want to send me a mouse, send me a mouse. But. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how I feel about about it right now. If you want my mouse, do you want my mouse, Daniela? Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> but I am happy 
with my wired one. No, it's just it's just that one is just convenient. It's not like a need for me to have a wireless one right now. Okay. Uh, I preferred wired. Um, I don't mind that. Maybe one day in the future that would change with my poor cable management skills. But right now I'm happy with wired. It's just that for the the ease of just you know gaming on the go, taking my laptop over to a friend's house. That that's always helpful. I think I have some. I don't know what mouse I use right now for that. I know it's wired. I don't remember which one. Yeah, I'm giving you a hard time right now, but I'm using a wired one right now. Um, simply because but, batteries. I don't want to have to keep recharging batteries. Ah, oh, yeah, that's the other pain too. Get the rechargeable yeah. ones. They are rechargeable. I don't feel like leaving this room, going to, because we leave them out in a living room. So I have to leave this room, go get them, and then bring it. Uh, I'm like, too much. So I just I just plug the wired one in right now, and I, I like that. So I don't have to worry about uh, that uh, for the mouse, and the keyboard is wired as well. So I kind of like this setup right now. I um I may keep it for a while. I don't know, but um, my wife she has a wireless rechargeable, and the rechargeable is a built-in lithium one, mm-hmm. and I like that one. That's hers. So it's, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. No, but that was, that was fantastic. Um, I really, I really dug that. I like the fact that it's so low profile. It doesn't even have like a, a like the bezel, if you want to call it that. There's, it's almost bezel-less like at the top. Cause usually yeah. there's a big gap at the top, depending on the, the keyboard. It no, doesn't even they, have that. They were so about being, you know, space friendly, convenient. Yeah. Uh, I I really I really do dig this. Um, yeah, that was that was dope. Very, very, very nice it's, it's very it's very programmable too. Like there the app, the smart set app that they have with it, it's super friendly to use and to set up. And it has so many so many different ways. I believe for this one, let's see this one, it's like four megabytes of memory on it, and you can have up to nine profiles and then they have mm. one that's built up for like turning modes because that's that was like that's kind of what really i guess sparked this is that um kinesis gaming uh partnered with san francisco shock esport team so they are their you know their sponsors for their keyboards and yeah you can set up your macros. A lot of the keys um, are going to be tied to like the function keys. So normal, like majority of all your typical things that you're looking for in a normal keyboard, it's there. They're just set to like function keys. So you have to just kind of get used to that a little bit, which isn't so bad. It really isn't. Um, and to be honest, I don't know how many people use like pause or page up and page down on their keys. I know I really don't. So the only thing I'm getting used to is just like me reaching for the arrow keys or directional keys. That's something that I'm I'm slowly getting used to, but it's not been like that. It's like like it's not a like a deal breaker for me. Yeah. So I like it. I dig it. Um, no, it's I, nice. probably, I probably don't know if I would have went with browns, but I wanted to try something that was different and they didn't have the option for blues. So which one is super clicky? Is that brown? White. I mean, like really loud clicky. Yeah. I'd say like the whites are reds. Okay. My blues, my blue is pretty clicky, but okay. 
these are these are pretty they're pretty quiet i just kind of miss like hearing that sound it's still there it just right. kind of depends on your personal preference about what you like yeah so, i like clicky but you know sometimes i wonder if um maybe having it a little bit less quiet so it doesn't necessarily feed back on the mic so i have to change the you know the gate and the noise level a little bit higher so it doesn't necessarily capture it all the time yeah, that's that's all personal preference. And I guess if you're if you're a streamer, like that's definitely something you gotta consider and really think yeah. of. Um but with so many like different options and the noise gates and the filters that OBS and XSplit are putting in, like that's slowly kind of not being an issue. And even NVIDIA has their own thing set up for that for removing background noise, which is nice. Yeah. So you can still have that clicky noise. That true, that yeah, I, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Because I haven't, um, I haven't used the NVIDIA broadcast stuff in a while, so you're definitely right about that. Since I'm using only OBS right now, I should go back and use it again. That might, that might really right. help out a lot, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if compatibility, I guess the last thing, if anybody is like wondering compatibility, it's pretty much compatible with majority of that's out there um windows mac uh linux chrome you know plug and play right there it works but not a soap i'm so done i think it's available for like 160 right now on amazon mm-hmm. which not if you have soap. an amazon card make sure you put it on your card so you can get money back get that amazon prime for free shipping <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, there's options there. I mean, okay, yeah, it would be great and easy to order from Kinesis's website, but if you can get it from somewhere where you can get some kind of money back plus free shipping, why not? True. You gotta you gotta make you gotta make do with you know available options out there. Be cost effective here. This is true. This is true. Now nah, I dig it. It looks really, really dope. Uh, next thing we have for you, Daniela, this is, um, it takes two baby, like the song, right? And this is for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Daniela, what is going on here? Um, okay, so one last thing about the Kinesis Gaming 10 Keyless Zero keyboard. Um, yeah, I attached my Amazon affiliate link just to let you know if you want to buy it. Yeah, it's send like send me name. that. Send me that and I'll put the link in the description. Um, it's affiliate for link. For sure. Just <laughs> yeah. people aren't caught off guard because some people get a little bit offended. Yeah, just let them know it's going to be down below. It's going to be down below. below. You're going right to have there. it. Affiliate <laughs> link. Help me out. We're going to throw it in there. Um, okay, so It Takes Two, which is an amazing game and I love from our favorite Joseph Ferris, you know, the infamous F the Oscars dude. <laughs> um, he made a way out. And so now here's his next game. It takes two, which I love the way that this is like, this is formatted, how it's coming out, how it's being released, because it is now two of the types of games that are out there that as long as one person owns the game, your co-op partner, the person that's playing it with you doesn't have to pay for it. So it costs $40, $39.99. You find somebody playing with it, split it 20 bucks. 
still worth it. Even if you're paying for it in full the $40, this game is a lot of fun. I wish that there was cross-platform play, but there isn't. So you only can play if you if you have it on PlayStation, you got to play it with somebody on PlayStation. Xbox, same thing. PC, same thing. You got to play like your co-op partner has to be on the same platform with you. Um, right now we're playing it. I'm playing it on my PS5. My boyfriend's playing it on his PS4. He basically just downloads the full game. It's like a little friend pass there. And all I have to do since I have the license for it and I bought it, I just have to invite him to my game and then he can play it. That's it. If he ends up buying it, he can do the same thing too. But at this point, since it's the two of us, there really is no reason. So I, I love that they are doing this. Um, the, the entire story is, is about a married couple who is, um, on the brink of getting a divorce. And they have a daughter who's obviously divorced for kids is not, you know, it's never an easy thing. Um, it's a hard thing to explain to your children. It's a hard thing for them to live through an experience. And it's a hard thing for you to go through as, you know, um, a couple that's getting divorced. It's so true. in this game, this girl, she has these two dolls that she created that she created to resemble her parents. And there's a book or Dr. Hakeem that she found that's like this love book. That's about, you know, helping relationship and nourishing them. So she's crying. Her tears fall into these dolls and suddenly her parents wake up and this is what they are now. So they're trying, they're like freaking out and they're trying to, you know, get their daughter's attention. It's like, oh my gosh, she needs to fix this. And it's forcing them to work together. As you play through it, you know, there's a, there's little mini games in there and where you, uh, you're kind of pitted against your partner at the same time. And it's, they're really fun mini games. I, it's a little bit competitive between me and my boyfriend. I think every, I think I lost two out of the three games that we, we betted on. So he gets like two pizza nights and I, I think I get one, I won one, one hour, like foot massage. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're making we're making bets out of these little mini games, but the story all in itself is a it's a puzzle platforming game. So you can't really get through the puzzle without your partner. You have to work together. You have to communicate. And you have to solve these puzzles puzzles together, which is part of the story about learning to work together and depending on each other and finding that that core bond. The the visuals it's amazing. The storyline it, it's so much fun. The voice acting is fun, and it's. Without even really knowing each of the characters, because obviously uh, my boyfriend chose the husband, I chose the wife, and I'm thinking, it's like, why do you have to be the husband? What if I wanted to be the husband? But we, we went along those, and there's actually, it's kind of funny, because I think there's some parts of relationships that, in one way or another that people and couples can relate to within these characters, I wouldn't say that every single thing, you know, is fully relatable, but you understand it. And then there's some that like, you totally do this. Like, no, I do not. You do. <laughs> but I wouldn't say that this is the type of game in where it's like one of those friendship breakers. It's not like it's like Mario Party where you're just looking to like destroy your friendships. But no, it's just, it's funny to to look at and it's funny to to play and to know like hey this kind of like this is kind of us but we're not getting a divorce but it's there to really think about 
I love Dr. Hakeem, the little storybook. He's this little, you know, Latin spice man with his, you know, he, he comes in, he tells them these little stories and things to look at and, you know, introduces them to this next section that they're going to be working on. Um, and I, I cannot recommend this enough. And which is, what is awesome is so we started streaming this Wednesday, I think it was Wednesday night. And we're, I think we're going to play it tonight too and stream it again. Uh, we actually have a few friends who are in relationships who saw us playing. They thought it was a lot of fun. So they jumped on and they're playing it with, you know, their significant others. And they're just having the time of their life with it. And they're just playing it and enjoying the story. And I, I don't, I don't wish and I hope that nobody is currently going through some like, you know, relationship trial and errors and, you know, rough patches or anything, but to have something extra to be able to play with your partner. I mean, you can play any co-op game with your partner, but the fact that this one is based around a relationship and a couple, I think it, it adds on more to it. And I, and I, and I love it. And I think when we were streaming it, there's like some people who are like, you know, relating to my boyfriend or relating to me in certain circumstances within the game itself that I don't, I think it's great to, to just poke fun at in, in a nice jesting way. Because for me, for me, when it comes to like, you know, hard times in relationships, sometimes you can't just focus on the negative and forcing to fix it. You got to find some sense of humor in it to be relatable, to not take it so seriously. So you're not so heated about it instantly. However, with that being said, there was one mini game where I got really super heated. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, no, we are going to do this until I win. I did not win. I think we played like nine games of it and I did not win once. And I was very upset and Inter- I was internalizing it and I had a smile on my face. But I remember we went to bed and it's like, you totally cheated. You wow, okay. <laughs> I can't believe you would do that. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's like even even if you're playing it with friends. So I did have somebody who played it um with his buddy and they're not in a relationship, it was just his buddy, and they had just as much fun playing it as you know we are. So that says that says a lot. I know there's a couple of people I saw that didn't quite enjoy it, but I think there's more people who are loving it than they are disliking it. I can just say, definitely say that it was on my you need to play this list. Um, you cannot play it alone. Um, I don't believe by there's design, a way. Right? Yeah, by design, you yeah. cannot play it alone. You have to have a real person. Like you can't even be an NPC. Like it has to be, or an AI. Um, it has to be somebody. Cause that's the entire purpose. This is this bonding experience. Um, and it, it comes from Hazelight. And I swear if they come, they continue with games like this, I am going to continue buying it because this is now two for two. I played a way out. I'm playing this. I love it. Like hands down, like this, this is fun. Yeah. It looks really good. I'll watch you, you play, play it. No, you should play with your wife. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, it's fun. It's adorable, and the puzzles are it, great. It does look adorable. It does look adorable. And it's like I'll totally like terrible adult innuendos that probably don't necessarily exist in there, but they do. <laughs> hmm. and, yeah, and it got it got great ratings too. Hmm. 
and is very well deserved. So, uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah, you you digging you digging this one? Okay, that's dope. That's dope. Um, we got quick hits. I don't know if I could show the trailers and stuff like that, but we can definitely talk about it. Um, Falcon, you're watching soon at some point. Some point. At some point. At some point. I shouldn't say soon. At some point. Okay. Exciting. I really dig it. Uh, I think it's six episode series. I think, uh, four is, is what we just watched. I think. I think that was four. Um, but it's really good. Can't say too much about it because I, I would love to hear your thoughts at some point. Uh, Black Widow, uh, new trailer. Daniela, what's up? Um, I think it's taken way too long to give her her own standalone movie like this. Okay, but it's looking back. So, you, how are you feeling about that? That part? But her entire story arc is just an afterthought, which I don't like. I mean, I like that she's getting her own movie, but the fact that it's like, it feels like more of like an afterthought, like, oh, people actually really like Black Widow. I guess we can throw in a movie about her at some point. Who doesn't? Who doesn't like her? I think she's dope. She's a dope character. She is. And you know what? Yeah. I, I really dig it. And I, I really like the way that it, it's going, it's still just as, you know, family friendly, cheesy as the rest of the Avengers series. Like they have to have that, you know, humor to it. Like the ending part of the trailer when it's showing her family, like, okay, that's really sweet. I could probably go without that cheese. Hmm. That's me. I mean, it's it's Black Widow. I mean, she kind of has this dark assassin side of her. I guess you have to try to humanize her a little bit more to, you well, know. Yeah, before all that stuff, right? Yeah. But if you're going back, I mean, kind of stick with her dark, badass self and where she just didn't care. But now you have like, and then part of this trailer, it's like, sit up straight. Um. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, um, I would love to revisit this to see how you feel after we see whatever we see, uh, July 9th. Is that what they said? Is that what I saw? I think that's it. I think it is. Yeah. So I'm going to be curious, uh, to, 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 to see what you're going to say about, about that. Once we watch it, it's going to be fantastic. Um, I dig it. You know, I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm trying to enjoy, uh, these, um, MCU things. I really want to find a way to dig into the DC stuff because I don't have access to that stuff right now. So I want to see if I can get access to it somehow to start watching DC stuff. Um, because I really want to, um, dive into that, that universe a little bit more, you know, aside from the Batman stuff and, you know, the standard, uh, highlighted, um, heroes, if you will. Most of the time. So I want to see about that. Uh, quick hits. I guess we could say, uh, Streets of Rage 4, the new DLC, excited about more Streets of Rage stuff. As soon as the game, uh, came out, had a lot uh, of positive, uh, things about it. But as soon as, you know, people got most of the stuff they wanted to get from it, the online portion just quickly just died off. 
So hopefully that'll bring people back onto the game um, as they prepare for the DLC to um, to be excited about the online component again to get more, you know, drop in, drop out games. Um, thoughts on the Streets of Rage 4 DLC? No, because I haven't, I shamely haven't played it. <laughs> Yet? Or... Oh, so I guess I have, I have a lot of content for myself. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Yet. Hold on. Yeah, I haven't played it yet. It's it's a yet. Really? Well, yeah. Okay. I don't know why I'm surprised by that. You well, you should be more surprised I don't play Spyro, okay? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know why did I think you play Street Rage 4. Anyway, that's it is uh, okay. Um, Death Loop delayed. Were you looking forward to that one? Yes. Okay. But I am not surprised by the delay at the same time. Okay. Because I, at this point, I'm surprised <laughs> any game makes their deadline or whatever they're right. originally announced. That's where <laughs> I'm at with this. I just assume right. whatever date is put out there, at some point they're going to be laid one time because that right. seems to be the common trend lately. <laughs> Yeah. So that's why I'm no longer surprised. I'm more surprised if a game actually makes their original launch date. That is going to be a surprise right. to me. This is true. So, this is true. So you have that uh, Last uh, Last of Us uh, PS5 remake? I don't know if I'm going to play it again. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it probably looks even more stellar on the PS5 because... It, like that game is is visually it's just beautiful. It takes I two. Agree with that. It takes two. Like like I said, I was playing it on my PS5. My boyfriend's playing it on my on his PS4. It takes two. Looks stunning on my PS5. On his PS4, I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry that you're on that. Aw, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still looks good. It really still looks good. Right. But the fact that I can compare and look, and I was like, oh. Like, wow. if, if I just had the PS4 version, because A Way Out looked great on my PS4, and I loved it. But unless you have those two comparisons side by side, you, you won't even notice. Like, PS4 mm. looks great. So if you take a game like The Last of Us, which I thought, and and still think it looked amazing. And then you put it on the PS5. I I have no doubts. It's just going to look stellar. Yeah. That's it. So there's that uh, Mass Effect uh, limited edition goes gold. So people are getting hyped for that. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, there's, there's, I don't know when that. I, said, that, I think I said limited. That's legendary edition, right? I think. I don't know. I don't you think it's tell me. You tell me because Mass Effect isn't one that I hmm, legendary. I think it's it is legendary. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, good, good, good. We got that. Yeah. I mean, people have like the fans within within Mass Effect are looking forward to what's going to be next for them. I mean, obviously that was a big surprise when they made their announcement. So I think there's people who are either reliving it or experiencing it for the first time again. Or not again, just for the first time, period. Gotcha. Oh. Gotcha. So uh, Mass Effect 2 is, is my fave. I really enjoyed what they did there. Um, I know one of the biggest uh, hangups for a while when the game originally released was the elevator. It took too long to go like up and down kind of thing. 
the loading on the elevator was kind of crazy. So there's that. Um, uh, last but well, one of, well, two more things. Uh, Erica, the formerly PlayStation exclusive interactive live action thriller from developer Flavor Works is heading to Steam on the 25th of May. Thoughts on that? Um, Brisbane, the horror game. Well, I guess it's a thriller game, but yeah, live action. Mm. Totally my jam. Right. So, yes, I'm excited. May 25th, I am there. Um, time and time again, if anybody ever asked me what my favorite console was, it still is the Sega CD. That thing does not receive enough love. It was way ahead of its time, but I loved it because it had these full motion video games on it. And I, I love it. So the fact that there's games now that are really going towards that genre, genre and really pushing for it, I love. I absolutely love. I love that limited run games has, you know, they're bringing back those Sega CD games that I, I enjoy, like Double Switch, Night Trap. So for these that are coming out, picking up that, you know, that popularity, I am there. I wish I, you know, I kind of wanted to pick it up for, for my PlayStation, but if it's coming out for PC, I'm going to support that. I'm going to pick it up over there. Uh, these are a lot of, a lot of the full motion games are very, um, you know, big choose your own adventure things are the, you know, you, you make those types of decisions and you see these actors living it. It's just this interactive game. I mean, uh, there, there's another, there's another form that I wish I can't remember the name of it. It's the one that came out from Black Mirror that was an interactive choose your own adventure game. Um, that was on Netflix. I can't okay. remember the name of it. Like, like those. I love those. So this is exciting. And I wish that just PlayStation just put it out on, on top of that. Aside from what was that 2019 or 2020 when that released? That wasn't too long ago, right? That was like 2018, 2019. Yeah. Years ago. Uh, but yeah, I just wish Sony wouldn't hold on to some games for so long. Yeah, like Uncharted. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm waiting for. That's what I'm really waiting for from their camp. Uh, and then you have also here Ghosts. Okay. Uh, that, so, yeah, talk to me about that. What's the situation so there? Ghosts is another full motion video that I think it, they currently are in the Kickstarter. I think they have plans of a hopeful 2022 release date. Um, I am going to go and support their Kickstarter. They haven't met their goal yet. So what makes this game so interesting to me is you can only play it at 10 p.m. at night. So 10 p.m. your time zone, whatever whatever time that may be for it. So that is your only time. whatever so your time zone is for 10 p.m. Yes. So gotcha. 10 p.m. for you. So it doesn't matter what time zone you're in. It's 10 p.m. Unless you're going to be one of those cheaters that, you know, changes your time or whatever it may be. <laughs> to play it every, every hour. Yeah. Right. So it's going to be built into the game that you can. That's like the only time that you can play it. If you try to log into it, you get this white test screen that kind of gets like this little pregame thing. But you cannot start the actual game until 10 p.m. Hmm. So what you're like the the story so far is that you are following this cast for this TV show called Ghosts, um, and you used to be like super popular show that everybody like tuned in and and it's slowly dying, and so 
you are playing the producer of this show. You're sitting in this van outside of the outside of the location. You have the rest of your cast inside and you're trying to find the long lady. And so you have to pretty much create this show based on all of these live camera feeds. And so you have to choose a, obviously when you're, you're trying to uh, make an episode, you want something that's exciting. That's interesting. That also, you know, you know, a viewer would want to tune in for and stick around for. So you have to pick and choose how you want, you know, what, which member cast member you're going to be showing, what happens to them. But here, here's, here's the cool part too. Based off of that, you sitting in your van, your little makeshift like studio over there, it's really going to determine how these people live and die. Mm. And here's a special thing. You leave, they all die. That's not cool. You, you're inactive too long, they all die. I don't like that. I don't know if I like that. <laughs> uh. it, it's, it's cool. I think that is so, so cool. Um, and here, the, here's a, here's a something that's a really different. So, um, like Erica, uh, you have like kind of like this, like glowing words. There's always in games, there's always a, a means of them giving you hints. Even indirectly, where you know, if there's a special item to pick up, it kind of has a certain glow posts, to it or sparkle. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, interactive stuff. They'll have like words that pop up that you click on that you go through and follow. This yeah. has none of that. Okay. It has none of that. So there's no little help assist about how you can make this happen and be successful. I don't know if I like this it. game. <laughs> I think it is genius and I love it and I can't wait to try it out. I, this entire idea of it, like the fact that you can only play it at 10 PM and that's built into the game itself. That is, that's crazy. That is really, really cool. Uh, I kind of like that part. Like there's, uh, there's never been a game that I play that has like some timestamp that you can only play it at this time. And other than that, like you're done. You can't really save. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like you're in charge of what's how this story is playing out. Now the replayability, um, I can see there being some, especially if you screw up, especially if you want to make sure that everybody lives or survives. But right. the main idea is that you're trying to find this like long lady. I don't know about that name. Long. Yeah, really? as this ghost that you're hunting, but I I think that there's a is that very the village lady cool from Resident idea. Evil. No, not the village lady. <laughs> she could be the long lady at nine foot six. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. But I, I I think that is a really cool idea. Um, they got a few people to jump on really quick on it. It's going to be available digitally first across all platforms. Um, and then eventually limited run games will have their own, you know, special limited physical copy that they normally do for like types of games like this. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> all the ghost games, all the horror no, that's, games, that's, it's like um, motion videos. That's, that's cool. That's your jam. That's, that's it your, is. yeah. No, that's dope. Um, anything that we missed or you, that you want to throw in before we wrap? I think we covered everything we, we listed, but did we miss anything or that's it? Um, I think that is everything. That's it, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so guys, uh, definitely check out Daniela. 
MissyJM on Twitter and Twitch. You can check me out on Twitter at U-R-I-Y-Y-A. Please like, please subscribe, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.